Wherever you're listening to the show, please subscribe to the show so that you are getting notified about every new episode that comes out and leave a rating of the show so that other people can know about it. We can move up the algorithm so other people can work on their game the same way you're working on your game. Now let's get to it. I have a text line where I send out a free daily motivation text to everyone in my community every morning. If you want to get that text, text me at this number right now, 305-384-6894, 305-384-6894, straight to your phone, free, everyday, daily motivation. Send me a text right now. So what we need to fix is the system, not the people. We got to fix the system. Great all exceptional. Work on your game. I like the approach. Work on your fucking game. Everybody has, relates to what Dre's saying in a different way. Work on your game. I like the way he thinks. Work on your fucking game. I like the frameworks that he's put together. Work on your game. And I would highly recommend it to anybody that's trying to work on their game. Work on your fucking game. I think it's a good approach. It's a different approach, too. Hey, you, work on your game. Gave me something really good. Work on your game. DreAllDay.com. And his philosophy makes a lot of sense. Not only work on your game, perfect your craft. Work on your game. He knows how to communicate in such a fabulous way. I can't say it enough. Work on your game. You are now tuned into the show where you learn the discipline to show up day after day to do the work, the confidence to put yourself out there boldly and offensively, and the mental toughness to continue showing up, doing the work, putting yourself out there, even when the success you expected to achieve has yet to be achieved. And on top of all this, you get a huge dose of personal initiative. That is the go-getter energy that moves any one of us, including yourself, to go and make things happen instead of wait for things to happen. And then we put all this together into a series of frameworks, approaches, insights, strategies, and techniques all underneath the umbrella of one unified philosophy that is called work on your game. My name is Dre Baldwin, also known as Dre All Day, and welcome to the show. And today's topic is the challenges in your business are always on the boss and on the system. They are never on the workers. We never put the challenges on the people who are working there for you. They're always on the boss and the system. And I'm going to explain why this is when we get into this episode. Before we do that, let me tell you, when I have a daily motivation text that I send out free of charge every single day to everyone who's in my text community, since you have a phone, there's no reason why you are not in my text community. So let's fix that right now. Here's all you got to do. Open up the text messaging app in your phone and compose a message to the following number. Here's the number 305-384-6894. Send a message to that number right now. And every day, I will be sending you my daily motivation text. Every time it goes out, you'll be getting it starting tomorrow morning, free of charge to everyone who's in my text community. So just take care of that right now since you already got your phone in your hand and I just gave you the number you already thinking about it. The other thing is, those of you who are business-focused, business-focused people, you're serious about taking your game to the next level. When I say your game, I mean your level of performance that's going to be reflected in your income and the revenue that your business produces. And you understand that to get to the next level in revenue, I mean, I know you're probably pretty good already doing your thing to reason that that's the reason why you're here because you want to keep working on your game. But you understand it gets to the next level and you know, producing and performing and what you're doing in business. You're probably going to need to put some systems and some processes in place. And you just need to know where you're going to get those systems and processes for. I'm telling you that you're listening to the person who has it. All you got to do is go to workonyourgame.net. There's a training that I put on there. The training is completely free. It's 45 minutes. Set aside 45 minutes. Go watch the whole training. It's free. At the end of that training, there's going to be a link that comes up. It allows you to schedule a time on my calendar 
to talk to me directly one on one about how we can implement everything I'm going to tell you in that training, how we can implement it directly for you and in your business. That's at workonyourgame.net completely free. So go there right now. So you can text me and go on to workonyourgame.net. And while you're doing those, let's get into today's topic. So I'm giving you all this stuff right up front. One, two, three. So this is the third thing, this topic. Always on the boss in the system, never on the workers. Before we even get into this, I want you to understand just to frame this conversation we're going to have here today is this is the responsibility piece that comes with power and comes with ownership. Now, if you want to be in a position of ownership, whether you're the actual owner of a business or not, but you want to be in a position of power to where you're the person in charge and somebody, you know, they said you asked for the boss that so they sent me or you want to be that person that you asked to see the boss that so they sent me. OK, then you got to take the responsibility that comes with that. And the responsibility is anytime there's a challenge of what's happening in the system of your business, then it's always on you. It's always on the person responsible for the system. And I'm going to assume that you're that person. You're responsible for the system. So let me tell you a story that frames why I'm even talking about this. So me and Anna and my son, actually, as a matter of fact, we went out. We were in this place called Brickell City Center, which is right in the downtown uh, heart of Miami. Any of you who has been here before, maybe you've been there. There's a mall in the middle of the city. And we went to this place called CMX. So CMX is this big like movie theater type place, but also has a restaurant. And you can go there and just eat. You don't have to go to the movie. So we went there just to eat. We didn't go see a movie. And it was on a Saturday night. So sitting in there and waiting for someone to serve us, it was clear within the first like three minutes that they were grossly understaffed this particular night. In other words, the whole place was full. There was a bunch of people in there, customers, but there were not enough staff on deck to handle all the customers. So there weren't enough staff to go around and actually service the tables. Well, they were servicing them, but they were just slow as hell. And then by the time we ordered our food, it took a long time. Then they were taking long as hell to bring the food. And you know, we had you know, the manager came around and Anna was talking to the manager. She has a background in the hospitality industry and she was just voicing to the manager, hey, this food's taking a long time. Your service is taking a long time to come around and check on us. And not in a contentious way. We were just letting them know, like, yo, the service is like not, not up to par today. And the manager was polite enough. You no, know, he was saying what he was had been taught to say, which is, hey, we're sorry about this. Sorry it's taking so long. You know, we're, we're doing our best right now. We're kind of very understaffed, which was clear. They were definitely understaffed. He wasn't lying. They were understaffed in the back, like the kitchen. And that's why the food was taking long. They were understaffed in the front of the house, like the servers. And that's why that was taking so long. And even though they had, it was bustling, it was a bunch of customers in there. They were not serving the customers very well. And while we were even sitting there, we saw a lot of people come in, potential customers come in, sit down. They were sitting around waiting to get some service. And then they would just get up and leave because the people were taking too long to even come and tend to them and sell them some food. So the question is, with all that being said, so we did end up eating there. It took a long time for them to bring the food and all that stuff. The manager came back around later and offered us some free desserts and stuff like that. We didn't take it. We didn't want it. But Anna and I were having a conversation about this whole thing because the question is, who's to blame for this whole situation? And as we were talking about it, she and I, we disagreed on this. My answer is not the workers. All right, The workers are not the people to blame for this situation. So she was saying, well, the manager, you know, he wasn't you no know, kind of saying the right things. He was basically saying boilerplate. He was giving boilerplate responses like, hey, I'm sorry about the fact that you no, know, we're kind of slow. We got this going on and that going on. He explained it to us. And again, he wasn't condescending about it. He was doing his best. And the people who came and served us, they were doing their best, but they really just didn't have the tools. Now, could this manager have been a little bit more articulate and a little bit more compassionate or empathetic about the situation? Yes, he could have, but I could tell that he wasn't being the way that he was, he wasn't trying to be rude. He was trying to be as nice as he knew how to be. He was basically using the only tools that he had. He didn't have any other tools in his arsenal. 
And therefore, I wasn't mad at him for being the way that he was. Now, if he was trying to be rude and I read that he was trying to be rude or condescending about it, then I would have a different answer. But he wasn't. He was doing his best. And since this is my show, I'm right. And I'm going to explain to you why I'm right. That this whole situation of what happened at the CMX is 100 percent on none of the people who we dealt with that day, because the manager is I mean, even though a manager is technically the boss of the people who are working, the manager is still an employee of the company. All right. So the people in charge in charge. They weren't out there working that day at CMX. They send the managers. They send those people to go work. The problem at CMX this particular night was not the manager or the staff people working the floor or the kitchen people in the back. The problem is they have a messed up system. And because their system is messed up, that's the fault of the bosses, the boss bosses, not the managers, but the bosses and managers, managers, the owners, people who are in charge of putting that system in place or the lack of system. They're the ones who are to blame for this whole situation. And I want you to read between the lines of what I'm going to share here today and help you understand that in any business that you run, when things are not operating the right way and your customers are having issues with your frontline staff, it's not the frontline staff's problem. It's your problem. All right. Even if someone on your frontline staff makes a clear mistake, it's still your problem. It's still your fault. It's still your responsibility. I'm going to explain to you why that is in today's episode. Point number one topic once again is it is always on the boss and the system. It is never on the workers. Number one, you as the boss or the owner, your job is to hire the best people you can possibly find. And then here's the second part of your job. Give them a workable system to operate that produces consistent results. That is your job, business owner. That is your job. If you're the one in charge, your job is to hire good people and give them a system that they can work that produces consistent results. Every entrepreneur who I work with, when I work with entrepreneurs, I'm usually working with the person who is in charge. Not always, but most of the time I am. I always tell them the following. If your staff is consistently doing things that are leading to an unwanted outcome, there is something wrong with the process. There's nothing wrong with your people. There's something wrong with the process. Because if they're your staff and I'm working with you and I consider you to be a relatively smart, well-intentioned, good person. You, the person who I'm working with, my coaching client, my student, all right, I consider you to be a pretty smart person. So that means you probably hired good people. So if what they're doing is producing results that you don't want, there's nothing wrong with the people who you hire. There's something wrong with the system that they are working in. The system is your responsibility. So what we need to fix is the system, not the people. We got to fix the system. Is everybody following what I'm saying here? Either you are hiring the wrong people, which is also a system issue, which is also on you, or you are giving them unclear instructions also on you, or you're hiring good people and giving them clear instructions, but you're giving them clear instructions for them to execute on a poorly designed process. Because see, if I hire somebody and I give them very clear instructions on exactly what to do and they do exactly what I tell them and I still don't get the outcome that I want, that means I gave them a process that simply doesn't work. They did what I told them to do, but what they did was based on a process that does not work. So that's my fault for giving them a faulty process to execute on. So everything, business owner, all roads lead back to you. This is the responsibility part of that package deal that comes with power, is that all of it comes back to you. Now, some people are listening to me right now, and you're taking this as a personal attack. You're taking it as a, I'm personally coming at you by saying that it's your fault and all roads lead back to you and it's your responsibility when things are not working the right way in your business. If that's what you're saying to yourself right now, there's a 90% chance that my approach and what I do is not for you. 90% chance. Now, let me tell you what the 10% is. 10% chance is that you're open-minded enough to understand why I'm saying it like this. And here's what you need to understand. The 10% chance is that you're listening to this and saying, damn, 
I never thought about it that way. But you know what, Dre, the way that you're breaking it down, you're absolutely right. It is on me. And I do need to take ownership. And because you are willing to take ownership, now you have the potential to have more power and to get more results because you are taking ownership. You can produce more results when you're willing to take ownership of a situation that's not working. But if you're not willing to take ownership of a situation that's not working, then you have no potential nor any power to fix it. So now you're just a victim of the circumstance. So now things are just going to go however they go. And usually that's not good. So when the process is not producing the results, either you got the wrong people, poor instructions, or a poor process. One of the three. Regardless of which one it is, if your staff is executing poorly or the results are poor, 99% of the time is because of something that you did or did not do as the person in charge, you owner. And becoming the person in charge, you have power. And that means you also get responsibility in the package deal that comes with it. All right. So I've said that three times already. So when we went to this restaurant and the service was slow and the workers couldn't do anything about it, again, they weren't trying to be slow. They weren't trying to be rude. They were doing what they could do. Nothing else they could do. They were working with what they had. I knew it wasn't the worker's fault because a worker and who's working at a job, they can only work with what they have been given. And usually what they are given is coming from the boss. It's coming from the owners, the people in charge. And if the boss or owners give their workers a terrible, crappy process to work with, that's the boss's responsibility. That is not the staff's responsibility. It's not the staff's responsibility to fix a crappy process. Now, are there some exceptional staff members who can be handed a crappy process and they will fix it and make it better and improve what's happening in that organization? Yes. But if that doesn't happen, that doesn't mean that they're wrong. If that happens, you consider yourself lucky, business owner, that you have some staff that can fix the crappy system that you handed to them. But if they don't fix it and they just execute it and the results are crappy, don't get mad at them. Be mad at yourself because you're the one who handed them that trashy process in the first place. That's your responsibility. And you should have never handed them a trashy process in the first place. So you got to take ownership of that. And as a matter of fact, when the process gets fixed, because you're going to go work with me, go to workonyourgame.net, watch that training, you will work with me and we'll fix your process. Then when the process gets fixed and you start getting the right kind of results, you need to call all your staff together. You need to apologize to them for handing them that crappy process that led to them getting the unwanted results in the first place, because this is all 100% your responsibility. Point number two. Today's topic, once again, is that it is always on the bosses and the system. It is never on the workers. Number two, when your customers and your clients or even your prospects, people who would have been become customers or clients, but they didn't because your process sucks. When your customers are dissatisfied, assuming that your people, your staff are operating with a positive intent, what you need to look at is the process. That's usually the issue. Your customers are unhappy with what's happening. There's something in the process that is causing an issue. You need to fix the process. Somewhere along the line, that's where the problem is happening. Is that process is causing some problems. And that's 100% on you as the person in charge. The workers at this CMX, again, these people were positive. They were trying to be nice. They were responding to us in a positive way. But there was literally nothing else that they could do with the fact that there were not enough workers to service all the customers who were in the restaurant that night. There were not enough people to handle all the food orders that were coming into the kitchen that night. And on top of all that, these workers had not been trained into how to handle and deal with unhappy customers because there were some unhappy customers in there that night. They didn't know how to deal. With them. They didn't have the tools. All they could do was say, hey, I'm sorry about this. Hey, we were a little bit understaffed. We're working as fast as we can. We're sorry for the delay. No, we'll get the food out as fast as we can. That's all they kept saying. That's all they could say. They didn't know anything else. They had not been trained to say or do anything other than what they were saying and doing. That's not their fault. They're workers. All right. When you work at a job, you do what the job tells you to do. 
And if the job gave you these tools, then you got to use the tools that you've been given. If they didn't give you any other tools, they should not be expecting you to use anything else because that's what they gave you. This is the boss's responsibility. This was very clear to me while it was happening. Like, okay, this system is broken, what they got going on in here. This is a broken system. How do you got all these customers and you don't have enough workers? That doesn't make any sense to me. On a Saturday night, that made no sense. And again, these people were not trying to be rude. They weren't trying to be condescending. They were operating with what they had been trained to do, which was honestly not much. Now, personally, the person you're listening to right now, me, I've had many jobs in my life or I had many jobs in my life before I became a business owner, before I got into the boss position. And when you're a worker at a job, what do they pay you to do? Anybody listening to this who has a job or has ever had a job, what do they pay you to do when you have a job? They pay you to do what the boss tells you to do. All right, that's your job. Whatever the boss tells you to do is your job. So you might think you might have a certain job description, et cetera, but the boss says, this is your job today. Guess what your job is? Whatever the boss said. No, your job is to do what the boss tells you to do. Whoever writes that check, as long as you keep them happy, you keep your job. All right, so your job is whatever they tell you to do, period. And if what the bosses tell you to do is leading to the customers being unhappy, though you are the one who is bearing the brunt of the unhappiness because you're the one who's dealing with the customers, you're the frontline person, it's not your fault that the customers are unhappy because you're just doing what the boss tells you to do. Now, if you're not doing what the boss told you to do, you're going outside of the lines of what you were told to do, and then you messed up. Now, that's a different situation. Now, that can get you fired. That's a fireable offense. But if you're following the process and the customers are unhappy, then you need to communicate that to your bosses, and hopefully you are articulate enough to understand that it's not you that caused that issue. It's the process that caused the issue. You're just following the process. And a good boss, and then there are some good ones, there are some bad ones, some good business owners, and those of you listening to this, you will be smart enough to understand, insightful enough to understand that when your staff is telling you that customers are unhappy, you shouldn't be mad at your staff. You need to be mad at yourself because something that that staff is executing on, supplied by you, is leading to that outcome. And even if I'm wrong about this, even if I'm wrong about this, you assuming that that, you assuming this as the default, what it does is it puts you in an empowered position to do something about it. Because if your default response to this, being told that there are customer issues, is that something must be wrong with your staff? Well, what are you doing? You're abdicating responsibility. You're putting responsibility on your workers when you're the boss. You got more responsibility than them because you have more power than them. You see how all this connects? When you work at a job, and again, I've had many, you know what I did when I worked at a job? I did what they told me to do because that's how I kept getting paid. I'm incentivized to follow whatever I'm told to do. Now, if what they tell me to do doesn't work. Is that my fault? Now, a very insightful worker may be able to communicate this message to their boss, but it's not their job to do this. All right? You didn't hire them because they may be insightful enough to tell you when your process sucks. All right? The process should have been in place before you hired anybody. It's the boss's job to identify what exactly is happening with the customers and catch those issues before they become problems. See, some workers simply don't have the insight nor the communication skills to explain what I'm explaining right here. Most people can't explain this in the way that I'm explaining it. So you, business owner, it's your job to notice this stuff, even if your workers are not telling it to you. All right, that's why you're the boss. All right, that's why you get paid what you get paid, because you have a higher level of responsibility and expectation than they do. Never blame your workers when things are going bad in your business, because guess whose business it is? It ain't theirs. It's yours. All right, they just have a job. Because if your business goes out of business, all right, you're the one left holding the bag. They just go get another job. And there's a big difference between those two roles. Point number three. Today's topic, once again, it is always on the boss and the owners. It is never on the workers, the boss and the system, never the workers. Number three, the end game, regardless of why these challenges happen in businesses, is that trashy systems and processes lead to uneven operations and consistently uneven operations ultimately puts you one place 
Anybody know where it puts you? I'll help you out. Put you out of business. When your systems suck and your processes are not good, it leads to inconsistent outcomes and consistently inconsistent outcomes leads to you not having a business anymore. So this place, CMX, that I'm referring to, if it operated every day the way they were operating on this particular Saturday night, they would not be in business for long. But I've been to this place many times, been there for a few years now. So I know they don't operate like this all the time. So maybe it was just an aberration that they had a few people called out at the same time. They couldn't get anybody to come in, whatever was happening on this particular night. And I never gone there when it was this crowded, but I never would go there again on a Saturday night after that experience or probably be a long time before I do. But if they operated like that all the time, they'd go out of business pretty quickly. Same way that I told you a story about the suit store that I went to a few weeks back. They had all those employees in there working, but nobody tried to sell me anything or even try to engage me in conversation. If they did that with every customer who came in, they wouldn't make any money. So I know they don't do that all the time. So it is not just the job of the workers to discern and communicate this. Again, as I just said, the job of the bosses and the owners to understand what's happening and fix it before it becomes a bigger issue and before you lose too much money. This is why you as the business owner, you ideally, a lot of business owners talk about, you know, they want to remove themselves from the operation so that you can just be an owner and not be an operator. And you're not you know, in the trenches every day doing all the work in your business. I understand that. I understand the, the validity of the desire. But what you need to understand at the same time that you're aiming to do that is that you don't want to get so far removed from what's happening in the operations that there is an issue happening that's just getting bigger and bigger and worse. And you never realize it until it's too late. So when you remove yourself from the situation and someone else is in there operating, that person, there needs to be a line of communication, a direct line between whatever's happening on the front line and you or between whatever's happening on the front line and whoever's in charge of fixing that thing. So if you get somebody to operate your business so you can remove yourself from the daily operation, that operator needs to be really good at execution, really good at systems, really good at processes. If you need to, you get to working with me and work on your game university and let them be the person. All right. So you can sign them up, but then you put them in so that they can learn the processes and the system so that they are actually executing and putting the right things in place so things are getting done the right way. But somebody needs to be in charge of that operation and somebody needs to be responsible for it. So even if you remove yourself, you are not abdicated from your responsibility. Somebody got to be responsible for it. And even if you put somebody in that spot, you're responsible for that person. So if they're not doing their job, it's your job to catch that and fix that. You get what I'm saying here? So the challenge for your business is that you don't want to get too far away from what's happening on the front line on some level. So you don't want to get too late to where you can't fix it anymore because that's when things get out of control and then you got real problems that might be too late to fix. So this is how big companies that have locations all over the country and all over the world, this is how a company that's so big that it seems like they can't fail, this is how they can go out of business because there's a broken system and the system is so broken that it's breaking everywhere and they're getting worse everywhere. And it's like a tenfold problem because it's happening in a bunch of places at the same time as opposed to just one location. So you see, this is how you can be really big and still be in a position of peril, still in trouble because the boss stopped getting information from the front lines. And by the time they found out what was actually happening, they couldn't fix it. They had already blown it. Most of the business owners who I work with have businesses that are small enough that you are still close enough to everything that's happening in your company. If your company is to grow big enough that you don't need to be around anymore, be careful of this happening because this is exactly what happens when people get removed from what's happening. Nobody's watching the operations. Nobody's watching it on the same level. So whoever you put in place to be your eyes and ears, all right, they better be on point and you make sure you choose carefully. This has happened in many businesses that seemed like they were too big and too successful to fail. They failed specifically because of this exact thing. So with that said, let's recap today's class, which is your challenges in business are always on the boss and the system. They are never on the workers. Again, I told you the story. I went on when I went to a CMX and the service was extremely slow. The kitchen was slow. The staff workers were slow. They clearly didn't have enough people. 
This was a system issue they had that night. It was not a people issue. Point number one, your job as a boss or owner is to hire the best people, give them a workable system to operate that produces results consistently. If that's not happening, then there is something in the process that needs to be fixed. And this is the responsibility piece that comes with ownership, that comes with power. If you want power in life, you must take it as a package deal with responsibility. You are responsible when things are going wrong in anything that you are the person with the most power in. So even if it's not your fault, it is still 100% your responsibility. Point number two, when your customers and clients and prospects are dissatisfied, assuming that your people are operating with positive intent, then what you need to look at is your process. That's the actual issue. It is not the people. All right, the workers at the CMX were positive. They were trying to be nice. They responded to us positively, but they were only working with what they had been given. And what they had been given was a trashy system, a trashy process. And that's why everybody was dissatisfied. But it wasn't on the people, the workers. It was on the system and the system sucked. And if nobody told them that the system sucked, they're going to keep having this problem over and over again until eventually they don't have a business anymore. Number three, the end game, regardless of why this happened, this story that I told you, Trashy systems and processes leads to uneven operations, and that ultimately will put you out of business. Inconsistency puts you out of business. If this place operated the same way every day they operated on this particular Saturday night, they wouldn't be in business for very long. Same way I told you the story about the suit store, where nobody tried to talk to me, even though I was a live suit buyer. Would have bought a suit, they would have sold me one. They didn't try. They did that to every customer, they wouldn't make any money. So I figured that these are aberrations, but have enough aberrations happen often enough, eventually that aberration becomes a norm. And that norm puts you out of business. This is exactly the point that I'm making. Because if they would have sold me one suit that day, guess what? I probably would have came back and bought more. But they didn't do it. They blew it. They blew their opportunity. And I probably won't ever give them money simply because of that one time they messed it up. See, this is how things can eventually get out of control in a business. Those of you business owners who want to remove yourself from the daily operations and get far away from running the business, that's fine. Just make sure whoever is in charge of running the business knows what the hell they're doing and that they have systems and processes and that they're watching the front lines to know when there are small issues they might become big ones. If you allow yourself to get far enough away that you're not seeing what's happening on the front lines and something bad is happening on the front lines, by the time the word gets to you, it may be too late to do something about it and everything that you work so hard to build can collapse. All that said, text me to get my daily motivation free of charge to your phone. My number is 305-384-6894 and go to workonyourgame.net. Access my free training, set aside 45 minutes, how to increase your income in business. I don't care if you're at the five figures, you want to go to six, you're at the six figures, you want to go to seven. The key to doing it is not for you to work harder. All right, there's only so much hard work that is available to all of us. There's only so much time you have in a day. Is there a way to step your game up and step your performance and specifically your results, your income results up? without having to put in more effort and more work because you're already maxed out? Yes, there is. I'll tell you exactly how to do it at workingyourgame.net. Training is completely free. Work on your game. Dre all day. I have a text message line now where every single day from my number, I am sending out a text to everyone in my community with a daily motivation message to keep you sharp, focused, and on point to get started and be energized for your day. If you want to receive my daily motivation text, just send a quick text right now to say hello to this number, 305-384-6894. Again, 305-384-6894. Get my daily motivation text straight to your phone, free of charge, 305-384-6894.